to another episode of the Lexio Divina Scripture Prayer Meditation Podcast. For instructions on how to do a Lexio Divina, please listen to episode zero. Take some deep breaths and sit in silence as you prepare your heart to receive God's word for you today. Lord, open our hearts to your leaning today. Give us ears to hear you, eyes to see you, and spirits to worship you. Invade our times so that we are compelled to draw near to you. This week we are meditating on 1 Corinthians chapter 8. As I read our scripture for today, listen for a word or short phrase from God. Allow it to rise to the surface as the Holy Spirit moves in your heart. Regarding your question about food that has been offered to idols, yes, we know that we all have knowledge about this issue. But while knowledge makes us feel important, it is love that strengthens the church. Anyone who claims to know all the answers doesn't really know very much. But the person who loves God is the one who God recognizes. So, what about eating meat that has been offered to idols? Well, we all know that an idol is not really a god and that there is only one god. There may be so-called gods both in heaven and on earth, and some people may actually worship many gods and many lords. But for us, there is only one God, the Father, by whom all things were created and for whom we live. And there is only one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom all things were created and through whom we live. However, not all believers know this. Some are accustomed to thinking of idols as being real. So when they eat food that has been offered to idols, they think of it as a as the worship of real gods and their weak consciences are violated. It's true that we can't win God's approval by what we eat. We don't lose anything if we don't eat it, and we don't gain anything if we do. But you must be careful so that your freedom does not cause others with a weaker conscience to stumble. For if others see you with your superior knowledge eating in the temple of an idol, won't they be encouraged to violate their conscience by eating food that has been offered to an idol? So because of your superior knowledge, a weak believer for whom Christ died will be destroyed. And when you sin against other believers, by encouraging them to do something they believe is wrong, you are sinning against Christ. So if what I eat causes another believer to sin, I will never eat meat again as long as I live, for I do not want to cause another believer to stumble. As I read the passage again, meditate on the word or phrase that God gave you in the first reading. Say it out loud, journal it, imagine yourself in the scene. Now regarding your question about food that has been offered to idols. Yes, we know that we all have knowledge about this issue. But while knowledge makes us feel important, it is love that strengthens the church. Anyone who claims to know all the answers doesn't really know very much. But the person who loves God is the one whom God recognizes. So, 
What about eating meat that has been offered to idols? Well, we all know that an idol is not really a god, and that there is only one god. There may be so-called gods both in heaven and on earth, and some people may actually worship many gods and many lords. But for us, there is only one God, the Father, by whom all things were created and for whom we live. And there is one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom all things were created and through whom we live. However, not all believers know this. Some are accustomed to thinking of idols as being real, so when they eat food that has been offered to idols, they think of it as the worship of real gods and their weak consciences are violated. It's true that we can't win God's approval by what we eat. We don't lose anything if we don't eat it, and we don't gain anything if we do. But if you must be careful so that your freedom does not cause others with a weaker conscience to stumble. Others see you with your superior knowledge eating in the temple of an idol. Won't they be encouraged to violate their conscience by eating food that has been offered to an idol? So because of your superior knowledge, a weak believer for whom Christ died will be destroyed. And when you sin against other believers by encouraging them to do something they believe is wrong, you are sinning against Christ. So if what I eat causes another believer to sin, I will never eat meat again as long as I live, for I don't want to cause another believer to stumble. Listen again as I read the scripture a third time. Pray that word or phrase back to God. Ask Him how to live that word or phrase in your life today. Now regarding your question about food that has been offered to idols. Yes, we know that we all have knowledge about this issue. But while knowledge makes us feel important, it is love that strengthens the church. Anyone who claims to know all the answers doesn't really know very much. But the person who loves God is the one whom God recognizes. So, what about eating meat that has been offered to idols? Well, we all know that an idol is not really a god and that there is only one god. There may be so-called gods both in heaven and on earth, and some people may actually worship many gods and many lords. But for us, there is one God, the Father, by whom all things were created and for whom we live. And there is one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom all things were created and through whom we live. However, not all believers know this. Some are accustomed to thinking of idols as being real. So when they eat food that has been offered to idols, they think of it as the worship of real gods and their weak consciences are violated. It's true that we can't win God's approval by what we eat. We don't lose anything if we don't eat it, and we don't gain anything if we do. But you must be careful so that your freedom does not cause others with a weaker conscience to stumble. For if others see you with your superior knowledge, eating in the temple of an idol, won't they be encouraged to violate their conscience by eating food that has been offered to an idol? So, because of your superior knowledge, a weak believer for whom Christ died will be destroyed. And when you sin against other believers, by encouraging them to do something they believe is wrong, you are sinning against Christ. So, if what I eat causes another believer to sin, I will never eat meat again as long as I live for I don't want to cause another believer to stumble.
As I read the scripture for the final time, sit in silence, resting in the word that God gave you today. Now, regarding your question about food that has been offered to idols. Yes, we know that we all have knowledge about this issue. But while knowledge makes us feel important, it is love that strengthens your church. Anyone who claims to know all the answers doesn't really know very much. But the person who loves God is the one whom God recognizes. So what about eating meat that has been offered to idols? Well, we all know that an idol is not really a god, that there is only one god. There may be so-called gods both in heaven and on earth, and some people actually worship many gods and many lords. But for us, there is one God, the Father, by whom all things were created and for whom we live. And there is one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom all things were created and through whom we live. However, not all believers know this. Some are accustomed to thinking of idols as being real. So when they eat food that has been offered to idols, they think of it as the worship of real gods and their weak consciences are violated. It's true that we can't win God's approval by what we eat. We don't lose anything if we don't eat it, and we don't gain anything if we do. But you must be careful so that your freedom does not cause others with a weaker conscience to stumble. For if others see you, with your superior knowledge, eating in the temple of an idol, won't they be encouraged to violate their conscience by eating food that has been offered to an idol? So because of your superior knowledge, a weak believer for whom Christ died will be destroyed. And when you sin against other believers by encouraging them to do something they believe is wrong, you are sinning against Christ. So if what I eat causes another believer to sin, I will never eat meat again as long as I live, for I don't want to cause another believer to stumble. Lord Jesus, as we go about our days, I pray that we are people who put the love of others first, that people would see us and point to you. May our actions only cause others to be uplifted and never to stumble. Help us to live out your word in our life and seek your presence in all that we do. Today's prayer of the church is titled For Love, and it's from the Coptic Liturgy of St. Cyril. Of love, giver of concord, through your only Son, you have given us a new commandment, that we should love one another, even as you have loved us, the unworthy and the wandering, and gave your beloved Son for our life and salvation. Lord, in our time of life on earth, give us a mind forgetful of past ill will, a pure conscience and sincere thoughts, and hearts to love one another. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. God bless you. Have a good week.